everybody. Welcome back to the Expressions Podcast. Your host, Chris, another episode. Uh, and today I'm joined with a up and coming prod right now, making waves, got some crazy shit out right now. The one and only Mike for real. Mike for real. Mike for real. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking show, my brother. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Seriously. Real pleasure. No, of course, of course. Thank you for coming on the podcast, my man. So Start us off. Mike, where are you from? And I know you have a very interesting background when we talked a little bit in the DM. So let's let's hear it, man. Where are you from? How would you describe that? Yeah, I'm I'm from Egypt and I, I lived like for like three years over there. I've lived for my childhood and then I moved to Kuwait with my parents. We were looking for a job there and I've just lived there for my whole life. And I just recently moved to the UK and that's that. Wow. So from Kuwait lives and spending some time in Egypt. Now you're in the mm-hmm. UK. You're in England. Yeah, I'm in England. You're in England. Um, something I was interested to know about is being from Egypt, being from Kuwait. Uh, at least to my knowledge, it's not really an underground scene out there. Am I correct? Or definitely, definitely. Uh, not a lot of people fuck with the music that we make. I only knew like two, three people, and that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. It's it's really just it's mostly like their type of music over there, like Arabic music and all that. They don't fuck with what we're doing. For sure, for sure. And my question always is, how do you even get into this sort of sound, the sound that you make, get into just this sort of music in general? How does that even happen from someone from Kuwait, from Egypt, right? Who you're not being it's not in your face all the time, essentially, right? Where you're not being thrown like destroy lonely or ken carson whatever it may be like when i go on instagram it's all i see but i imagine if i live in kuwait it might be a little bit different you know so how could you describe that how did you stumble upon this man it started when i was 12 it started when i was 12 and i really just got into underground music but like it was 2017 2018 the sounds that were coming up were like suicide boys team slash bones and that was really the that was really the sound that was there at the time and i I stumbled upon it accidentally and I just fucked with it ever since. And ever since then, I've just been listening to more underground music. Mm. I've been listening to Zodiac. I've been listening to so many people. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of got to, you know, I just got to this point. You just mm-hmm. listen to so much and you just kind of like, you just get deeper into the underground. Mm. Yes, that's definitely true. It's it's a rabbit hole for sure. And once you definitely, sort of definitely. enter it, once you sort of enter it, there's really no getting out of it. Uh, you mentioned Suicide Boys. I love Suicide Boys. Really one of the most successful musical acts in the mm-hmm. world right now. They're so Truly. popular. It's so crazy to see that. Um, you mentioned the 2017 era. Was there anyone else you were into at that time? Because that's, you know, you mentioned Suicide Boys. Maybe guys like Lil Peep. Maybe guys even like Puya, uh, Fat Nick. Those kind of, were you into any of those kind of guys? I was definitely into that sort of, I was definitely into that sort of sound as well. You mentioned Puya and yeah, I used to fucking love Puya. That sound, it was, it was really, it was really like like my introduction to all this like sort of dark aesthetics and all of that. I still, I still carry to this day, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that was such a sick era. Like all those dudes in Florida, Wi-Fi's funeral too. Wi-Fi's funeral, shout out Wi-Fi's funeral. So far, and not actually, it's crazy because anytime I get to plug uh, a Long Island guy, because I'm from Long Island in New York here. City Morgue, Zillicami, so smooth. They just dropped the tape. Oh, yeah. They just dropped the tape literally a couple days ago or some shit. That's like, 
that sort of era too and everything but i loved i love that time in music man it was so amazing Seriously, it was it was really just like eye opening, and I was you know from Kuwait too. It was just something that's completely different, and I was just not used to it. And I just loved it. I just fell in love when I I listened to the music and I saw the aesthetics. Yeah, so you're in Kuwait and you start playing like some Zilakami on your phone or some some suicide. Oh yeah, People looking at you sideways like, what the <laughs> fuck are you playing out of your phone right not now? really, not really. You know what? Because I I didn't even really share it at that time. Yeah. The way that I got into production was also a little strange. It was around the time it was around the time that um I started listening to that music and I just I just really wanted to make something like that. But no, I never I never really like shared that. So I never really got any, you know, sort of like weird looks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Uh, so you basically just segued perfectly into my next question. The start of the start of your producing career. How did you start producing music? What's the story behind that? I think yeah when I was also 12 I I uh I wanted to do remixes but I just didn't I just didn't figure out how I I downloaded FL and it was just so complicated for my 12 year old brain and I just couldn't Yeah. figure it out and then next year this is like this is like ninth grade one of my friends one of my friends in uh in class he was like, he used to make R&B beats on FL And I was like, okay, you know what? I might give it another shot because I really just want to make that sort of music, you know, that I was listening to at the time. And I downloaded FL and I actually figured it out. I watched so many tutorials and I just act it, it I figured it out at that time. And then I just stuck to it ever since. So your one friend was making R and B beats in FL on FL. Is he still producing to this day, or does he is is he is he working? What is that like? I'm just curious. <laughs> I th I think when I started producing, he stopped. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, well, shout out to that guy for whoever Shout that was out to him. yeah, for giving Who you that knows? inspiration right there. I don't think I would have been producing if it wasn't for him, because he put the idea back into my brain, and I just I just went from there. God bless that, man. Thank you very much. So we're glad here at the Expressions Podcast, and I'd say for a lot of people that you have continued to make beats unlike him. Uh, nothing wrong with that, obviously. Life happens. But, Mike. Are you ready to give your resume right now? Are you ready for it? Well, I'm going to give it. Hell yeah. Are you ready, though? All right, so. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, before I do this, actually, how long have you been producing for now, would you say? I've Like, been, yeah. I've been producing for five years. I started in late 2018. That's when I started. And when would you say you got your first placement? Shit, like six months later. That's when I, that's when I started to really kind of like get good with it. Okay. Very, very, very nice. So, let's bring everyone up to speed. You have so many fucking songs out right now with just fire artists, and you have a lot of fire songs. It's really simple. Lifeless Garments, new songs just dropped, One Nighter. That Yeah, shit is yeah. crazy. For You by, for, I mean, Loki by For You, 150,000 streams on that. Look, <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that song. I'm not even really familiar with For You. I, I've just been tapped in after I've uh, done the research for this one. That song has gone crazy. You have. Two crazy songs on the same exact beat, How I Roll, NWO Lex, 14,000 streams on that. Money Hungry by Sleeping Relics, which is one of my favorite Relic songs ever. I love that fucking song. It has like 5,000 plays. I, crazy beat, crazy guitar and everything. Miss Gold Chains, 13 Degrees, that just dropped to such a fire-ass song. Uh, Undertaker by Yseg, which is, or Y, I think that's how you say his name. He's fire, though. Yeah. Um... 
until Japan. I'm trying uh, 72,000 <laughs> streams. Uh, you know, Japan next up going to be one of the greatest artists of our time. I think in my opinion, the guy is just off the chart talented, real, real <laughs> genius. Really, it really, 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 it's a great way to describe it. Painkiller as well, 16,000. That's crazy. And then I guess a leak that I didn't know existed until again. That's why I love doing the podcast because I do the research and I learn about all this music that I don't fucking know about. I hear voices like Randy Orton, which is a crazy name yeah. for a song. That's more of a leak, apparently, <laughs> but it still exists and I heard it. So that shit was fire. You have a couple fire songs with uh, OG Pra, but Let's Go, I'm Finna Go, 15,000 streams. Southside Silhouette, Duffel Bag, 12,000 streams, fire. Skate Starred, Slay, that's at AK. Yoshi San, Gutta, that's uh, on Texaco's page, this is fire. You have a shit ton more with Yoshi. And just to round it out, shit with Slim GGP, True, Sonic XO, Teflon, Zucchini, Origami, and my, even my guy, JD Kilborn. Shout out, JD. Uh, <laughs> Tell me, Mike, what the fuck has it been like, man? Because the kid from Egypt, Kuwait, and now England is is up right now, without a doubt. So what does it feel like to see the success, the numbers, and people obviously wanting to work with you? Honestly, it's amazing because all of this has happened over the last year. Yeah. The first four years of production, I really didn't find any success with it because my sound and even my aesthetic, I, I've always had the ideas for them, but I, I just never, like, knew how to present them properly all of my beats have kind of had the same vibe but they just have more soul into them and honestly i've just like everyone that i've worked with i've just met over the last year and they're just i I love the scene that's going on right now seriously likewise i think i think the underground is in just an absolutely fantastic position and i love everything that's going on right now i think that's a great way to put it Something that you said, though, that I'm super curious to learn a little bit more about is I think the best way to probably put it is it took a long time for you to get some, quote unquote, motion, right? People would describe mm-hmm. it as like real motion. Now you're seeing your name next to a lifeless garment song and until Japan, Southside Silhouette, Skate, you know, guys who are pretty, pretty big time and are in within a few years will be sort of a mainstay in the in the music industry, right? So what kept you going through that time? Because five years is a long time. Like most people won't put like six months into something consistently. You put five years into this. Why did you, why did you not stop and say, fuck it? Like, let me go try something else. This isn't working. What, what has kept you locked into this music shit? It's just really all I know. It's, it's just the love for it. And that's, that's what I tell people. Like, if you're going to love it, you're going to make it. Honestly, like, I just like I can't I can't stay away from making beats for like two, three weeks. It's just something that I have to keep doing. And it's just something that, you know, I've just learned to like, you know, always do. And it's just I love it. I just love doing it. It's my way of expressing myself and just kind of getting what's in my head out there. That's it, really. Mm-hmm. And first, I love that. But what about what about music for you personally? Why do you love it so much? Why do you get out of bed and like, oh, I can't wait to cook up today? Why is that a thought for you? What is about music that just is everything to you? The sounds is really just the, the feeling that some of these sounds give you all these dark melodies, the ambient sounds. It just makes me feel it just makes me feel real to an extent. You know, it actually makes me feel like I'm heard. I just love making these sounds. I love reversing samples, I love slowing things down. 
growing, like screwing things up and just chopping them and doing all of that. I just love it. So talk to me about what a cook obsession looks like in the in the world of Mike for real, right? How do you get in the zone? What do you need to do? And what does that look like? What's that process look like? Honestly, I just have to really just like be in that, you know, sort of zone. I just have to have a certain feeling. And then I was just like, okay, I'll find a sample or I'll just cook up something. Whenever I I know a lot of I know a lot of my beats are very saddened, like very like drowned out. And <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the sound that I go for. If I'm ever feeling that way, I'll just hop on FL. I can take any sort of sample and just drown it out. I use so much of the lay and reverb. It's almost like my signature sound now. And that's just how I do it, really. I don't have to do much. I've always done bedroom cookups. I've never really been in a studio, too. Mm -hmm. So that's just how I've always done it. Mm. Studio time will come soon for you. I can assure you that. I can assure <laughs> you that. Um, you mentioned you found sort of your signature sound, like some, what I, I don't know what you said, but some crazy sort of reverb, drowning out samples, things of that nature. Yeah. How did you arrive at that signature sound? How did you know, like, this is Mike for real? You know what I'm saying? It was it was always there, but it was just over the last year that I really just discovered how to use, you know, those effects properly. You know, like some people that inspired me are like The Weeknd, Space Ghost Burp too. I fucking love Space Ghost Burp. He influenced the fuck Burp. out of me and my sound. Yeah, he's a just funny the way ass motherfucker, bro. He's I fucking I fucking love his music, you know. I fucking <laughs> yeah, love his music. Raider clan shit, bro. Yeah, it's just the way that he worked with samples. That definitely helped me, you know, kind of find what I really liked as well. Because he, he always, like, he used to add lots of delay and reverb in um, a lot of his tracks, too. And The Weeknd as well. I fucking love The Weeknd. He definitely helped me with my aesthetics, too. And I just, it's just what I really like, you know? And I just ran with it, really. Yeah, no, really, it's simple enough. You just, you know what you like. and Exactly. At least from the outside looking in and our conversation so far it looked like you've really taken the time though to figure out what you like because something that's funny about life and i've said this before on this podcast but something that's like funny is the only way you actually learn what you like to do in life and music and everything is actually trying things at first you don't like right it's almost like a process of elimination exactly so maybe you try to do more like up up tempo crazier like adhd type beats whatever whatever it may be and you're like this isn't fucking me then you sort of venture into where you're at now and you're like no no this this is me this feels like me right would you say that's accurate would you were trying around different shit before you got to the point you're at now definitely i've tried i've tried almost all sort of sounds i've tried boom bap i've tried techno and i still like don't get me wrong i still love these sounds that i make these sorts of beats but it's just that I know how to like incorporate my own style into that sort of music now. I love all types of music and I still make all types of music, you know, like the rock beats that I've made for Lex and Relics, the techno I've been making, the boom bap I've been making. I've been making all sorts of sounds, but now I know how to make them my own. You listen to it and it's like, oh, yeah, Mike made that. You feel me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I think that's great when listeners are able to put two and two together they just hear the beat and immediately just resonates with them yeah i know that's mike for real i know that's mm -hmm. fucking mike for real uh you have so much music out right now and i gotta ask about your work ethic man what is, what can you say about just putting in the work 
getting behind getting behind your computer your laptop whatever me and just cooking up man what has that done for you just every day not every day but almost every day putting in that work man how important is it to actually just do the work make the beats and just put that creative energy and get those creative juices flowing to be very honest my work ethic is you know it's not even like you just can't compare it to some of the other guys in the underground. I really don't work as hard because I feel like ma- trying trying to make a beat every day or trying to make like multiple beats a day because you find it like, you know, it's just like, oh, you're going to make like more money off of it or whatever. Like, it's just not what I like. Fun fact, actually, I didn't even know you could make music when I first, like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you could make money off of music when I, when I first started, when I was like 12, 13. <laughs> so it was just, it was just purely love. And I just love. I mm-hmm. just can't I just can't force, you know, myself to like sit down and make beats like every day or whatever. I probably haven't made a beat for like a good week now. Mm. It's just because I need to I need to be in that zone. I need to like feel a certain vibe just so I can sit down and really just enjoy what I'm doing. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think too what's important, especially when it comes to anything creative, is you gotta live a little too, right? Like you gotta go out exactly. and experience, and from there, like you'll begin to feel that inspiration. Maybe you went out one night, some shit happened, and you make a beat that describes whatever the hell just happened. Oh, definitely. That's that's how I've always thought about it, and that's how I like to do it. Like personally, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. But I also, I just really love though. Always, you did it purely out of love. I love to hear that. I really love to hear purely. Uh so, like I said, shit ton of shit ton of music out right now. What beat that's out right now? Like, what song that's out right now? Obviously, there's probably some unreleased that you love and you're obsessed with. But what what about what's out right now? What's your excuse me? What song are you most proud of? Like, I'm trying by Japan. I'm trying by until Japan. I'm trying. So it's funny. That song because, is something. Yes, that song really is something. I can agree with that. I didn't know you produced that, but you posted it on your story a couple of days ago. Uh, you, I think you said you're not listening to what he's saying. And like, yeah, Japan really from the soul and his shit. Like you feel like you feel whatever he says. Why for you is that the song you're most proud of, though? It was really just the entire vibe. I feel like it just encapsulates how my mind is like at the moment. I love Japan and I've I've been working with him since he had like, what, like, 300 400 followers wow. last year so yeah we, we like we've been working like early on and i just i just love what he talks about i love how he comes in with that energy and just talks about things that are just different you know he like most of these rappers i don't want to throw shade or anything but like they always talk about the same thing it's almost like rehearsed i just love how it comes through and just says like different shit like mm. he really just like i love it i love it yeah i mean I don't think you're throwing shade. I do think there is so definitely some people out there who, you know, when they when they go and make songs like artists, for example, they are not they just sort of talk about what they think they're supposed to talk about. And they're not talking about something that's really authentic and true to them. The mm-hmm. most successful people are really the ones who rap about their lives and what's really happening. Like it's all from the soul. It's nothing like no faking. I'm not I'm not. Yeah, I'm not here to lie about who i am or what i'm doing it's the people who are just authentic and real that i think are just mo- the most successful 10 times out of 10 exactly yeah so until japan i'm trying can we expect any until japan mike for real soon i mean i gotta oh. imagine we need obviously if you can't say anything you can't say anything but is there is there anything you could say potentially because at this point we're all i think 
I can speak for everybody and say we're expecting a tape or something soon. Something's gotta come soon from this man. Yeah, I, even I'm waiting for it. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's called Safe Travels. All I'm gonna say is Japan did ask me to send them beats a while back, like two months ago, and I've been I've been flooding him with some yeah. of my best work. Yeah, I hope you are flooding him with all of your best work because we need some more Mike for real. And until definitely, definitely. Um, who are other prods right now that you, that you think are really really fire, other than yourself? Two one four. Two one four. Two one four. That's my um, brother, man. I was yes, yeah, so I was gonna ask about your relationship with two one four because you guys are on a shit ton of songs credited together. Mm-hmm. You have one song I really like by True. What the fuck is that yeah. song called? Ah, uh, status. I like yeah, that song. I like a lot. love that song. <laughs> I like that song a lot. I like that song a lot. Uh what can you say about your relationship with 214? What you know, how, how did it how did you originally link up and what's it like making music with them? We met around the same like like late 2022, like November, December time, and I just I just started sending him loops and he was like me and him we've got similar vibes, similar sounds. So we just kind of locked in ever since. And I just I just love his sound and I love what he does on my beats. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we have the same brain to an extent with production. So it's like I he's my he's my favorite producer, like by far. That's so fire. I gotta I gotta tap in more with two one four. Maybe maybe shout we out to one four, man. Podcast, man. Oh, God. Definitely. Um, <laughs> anyone else that you fuck with though? Maybe uh, other than two one four, any other producers that you're fucking with? Honestly, I fuck with everyone that I've worked with. Mm. I I fuck with might be John. I fuck with might be John a lot. That's I fuck with dude. Nick. So far. V Mesh. Fire. Legend. Armand. I fuck with Armand. I fuck mm. with Cat Lightning. There's just mm. so many people that I just absolutely love working there's with. So KG Tracks. Yep. There's so many fire prods out right now. It's actually it's insane. insane. It's a blessing being able to work with some of these people, like just straight geniuses, man. I completely, completely agree with that. Uh, Mike, for real, you're in a position right now that a lot of people would look at and say, wow, I wish I was in Mike for real's position, simply put. Like, if I was a young producer and I was like, damn, this this brother has Until Japan on his songs, Southside Silhouette, uh, Lifeless Garments, Sleeping Relics. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to that place what can what advice could you give a producer listening to this who doesn't have any placements doesn't really have anything going from no motion yet but you know they're just cooking up and trying to figure it out what advice could you give it's all a matter of time you literally just have to put work in i when i started out i was very average i've just been making you know i've to an extent i've been copying people and all that mm. but then you just you just have to give it time until you find what works for you really Honestly, just stick to it. Like that's literally just it, and try to stand out from the crowd. And I know, I know a lot of people that hate on people that like try to copy, but like that's just kind of that's just kind of the process when you start off. I know so many rappers and producers that used to do the same thing. You copy, but then with time, you just you know you just find your sound, and then you just go from there. Mm. So just give it time, and you're honestly just gonna make it. You're gonna find the right people, and you're gonna make it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Give it time, people. Give it time. Figure out your sound and perfect your craft. Perfect your craft. Mike, is there any artist right now in the underground specifically that you're fucking with that you've not been able to work with yet, though, that you would love to get a song with? Oh, Uno the Activist. I've been really trying. Uno. Tana. 
I've I've been really, really wanting a song with Tanner for now, honestly. So far. Uno, I need more. Uno is a legend. I didn't want to gloss over that too quickly, but Uno's a legend. Yeah, that guy's a legend. I really need a song with him. I want to work with. I want to. I, I want another song with Rolling Thrax. I did have one with Thrax, but I'd say Dior versus you, mm. another amazing artist. I need a song with him. A lot of people love Dior versus you. He's got a. He's got a cult yeah. like base. I love Dior versus you too. So I'm part of that. Hard rock, Dom. Yeah. And honestly, if I can work with the bigger people like Ken or whatever, like I would love to as well. Been yeah. listening to them since like like early 2020, so I'm really, really tapped into them. Is um is is the are you still like do you have them, excuse me, do you still have them in your rotation to this day? Guys like Ken, those kind of guys that you've been listening to for a I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. But you sort of listen to their music so much. And this is just like in general, you listen to music so much that you just kind of like you just kind of get bored of it. Yeah. I love it. And I still tune in. I still tune in when they drop. But it's just I've it's listened just to them so much for yeah. years now. To the point yeah. that it's like you just gotta like you just gotta find new artists every once in a while, you know. Yeah, nah, I and I love that because I, I'm really much I'm very much the same way. When I find a new artist I love, like you know, when I first stumbled across Ken Carson, like yeah, I was listening to the fuck out of Teen X, Teen X Relapse, like like yeah. putting out myself Fire all day. Project. All day, all day, every day. And then eventually, yeah, it just becomes, you know, just like you know, I need I do need something new. So I think that is really interesting. What are you listening to right now, though? Open up your phone. First thing that you're going to listen to right now, today. Honestly, I've been listening to Thrax a lot. I've been listening to mm. IC Twat, Japan. I've been mm. getting into Lancy, Teflon. Mm. Shout out Teflon, man. Hey, bro, you better be getting into Lancy over there in the UK right now. <laughs> oh, God. I need a song with him. I can't lie. <laughs> nah, he's he's so fire. I've I've loved Lancy yes. for a minute now, for a long time. He's 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 excellent. He's an excellent artist. And honestly, like away from the underground, mm-hmm. I just love listening to all the alternative people. I love listening to Radiohead, Tame Impala, mm-hmm. Smashing Pumpkins, Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. So many, and I it, love... that's 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 part of it too. You know, it's just, just listening to so many genres of music that it just it just helps you find your own sound and aesthetic. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really funny because. Uh... I'm exactly the same way. I fucking love Tame Impala. Uh, I love Tame Impala. Tame Impala is so good. Mm-hmm. Pink Floyd, you mentioned too. Like, there's a point in time, like, I only listened to The Dark Side of the Moon for like three weeks. Love that album. Like, that was just <laughs> the only thing in my headphones. Do you listen to this? Is a random question, but do you listen to any uh, Arabic music like back home? Like, is there anybody you follow oh, in that lane? Yeah, Egyptian music. I've been listening to for a while now. Is that shit it's, hard? Like, I don't know. It's loud. Um, it's it? loud. It's heavy. It's hard hitting. I love it. It definitely. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it did have an influence on me in some sort of way. Is it? Is there like anyone that? I could or any listener could go check out. Is there any recommendation? Because I don't know. Sh- like, I can't. I don't know shit. Like, I don't know shit, but there, I'd like to know shit. I'd like to know it. Just go on YouTube and just type Egyptian festival music and you're going to find so much shit. There's I, so much music out there. Egyptian just go festival and listen. Music. Literally just do that. You're going to find so much music. It's hard. It's It's loud and it's good for just turning up. Is there like crazy music festivals in Egypt that I don't know? Yeah, they they play music at weddings and all of that too. Like yeah, they yeah, play yeah. that sort of music at weddings. Yeah. Do you like 
living living in a place like living in a place like Egypt like what like what was that even what was that even like I guess culturally and you as a person what, what was like a day in the life like look like what, what kind of stuff were you getting into I'm just curious honestly it's just Egypt like I've barely I've barely barely like spent any time over first two years of my life I obviously cannot remember much and I used to travel like every year for like a month Mm-hmm. And it was just that I just love meeting with my family. And those are kind of the people that I know over there. And we just go around. We just go to weddings and we just have fun, really. It's a nice country. It's an amazing, it's beautiful, honestly. No, yeah. And it looks it looks beautiful from from uh, from my vantage point, even though I've never fucking been there before. But I can see <laughs> pictures. I have the Internet, man. I can take a look. Uh, so, yeah, shout out Egypt. Shout out Kuwait, too, as always. Shout out Kuwait, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike, my question to you is, what can we expect from Mike for real to end out the year right now? We're about to be in October, last three months, or yeah, last three months or so. What uh, what can we expect? Just more music with Sonic, Sonic XO, just so much more music that, that on XO. the way. Different sounds. I've been experimenting a lot. I've just really just been getting into that, really. I've also been trying to work on my aesthetics as well. A lot of my aesthetics revolve around early two thousand, like you know, type imagery and videos, and I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I've been mm-hmm. working on that too. Mm-hmm. I love that. Hey, I'm I'm all into the early two thousands aesthetic. It's it's definitely in right now, and I'm I definitely fuck with it. It it was a great era, and I'm happy things are kind of being revamped in in a unique way, in more of a twenty twenty three ish way, right? Seriously, yeah, I love it, Mike. This has been. This has been really legendary. I'm not gonna lie. You're you're a fantastic person getting to talk to you now on this podcast. I think people are gonna be excited and happy to hear about how good of a dude really you are. Um tell the people where can they find you? Instagram, SoundCloud, wherever the hell else you want to plug. Man, y'all can find me on SoundCloud, Instagram, Mike Ferriel. That's it. I know, I know, like I know a lot of people call me Mike for, for real, but like the way the way that it's supposed to be said is Mike for real. I got that. I got uh, that from my uh, death Okay, phone. well, dude, I feel so bad. You should have. You should nah, correct nah. me. You should correct it's me. It's all right. It's your name. No, like... but it's your name. It's your name, though. You want it? No, you... Let's get... <laughs> there's, there's, there's. Say it one more time. Mike for real. You gotta Mike say it with like Furiel. a little. Furiel. You gotta say it with a little bit of an accent. I got that from a Deftones album. They're uh, Adrenaline, and I just stuck with it. I fucking love Deftones. That's fire. All right. Well, I apologize for absolutely butchering. Hey, it's fine. So many people say it like that. And honestly, you can just go with it like that, too. I really don't mind. You know? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, I'm sorry, Mike. Everyone <laughs> listening. Make sure you say it. Oh, cool, it. man. Uh, Mike, amazing. Last question for you. Got to ask everybody. 2028, five years from now, what's life going to look like for, for, for yourself, Mike? What, do you, what is it going to look like? Honestly, I'd love to still be doing this. By that time, I would have graduated, and I really mm-hmm. just want to keep on doing this and just learning and just working with new artists. This is what I love, and I really love doing this. So I just got to stick to it, and I'll work hard, and hopefully I'll make it somewhere, you know? Hey, I if you keep doing what you're doing right now, I have no doubt about that, Mike. Last thing, actually. I lied about that before. Mike, any <laughs> last any last words for the people out there? Anything you want to leave them with? Man just work hard work hard on whatever the fuck you're doing romanticize your fucking life and just have fun all along man that's it 
I fucking love that. Romanticize your life. I think it's a oh, great, yeah. great, great little That's the thing. way to live. That's the way to live. That's how I'm, I'm doing it. I'm telling you right now, as as uh expressions, uh the media, the media engine's gonna start going a little bit more. Start posting some clips and stuff like that from the VODs. I'm going to clip romanticize your life. I'm just telling you ahead of time. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> romanticize your life, people. Make it more interesting. You'll have a better time. You'll have a much, much better time when you live like that. I swear. Mike, I appreciate the fuck out of you for keeping it so real on the Expressions podcast today. Thank you so much for doing this, brother. Really. Thank you so much for having me. I love, I love being on here. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. To everyone listening to the Expressions Podcast, I love you all, and until next time.